This week's announcement that Amazon Godzillionaire Jeff Bezos is planning to beat Virgin Galactic Godzillionaire Richard Branson into space reminded me of a devoid piece from 2015. Russian-Israeli Godzillionaire Yuri Milner had just dropped $100 million on the SETI Institute's radio telescope search for intergalactic civilizations stranded at our level of technological sophistication. So far, the investment has proven as futile as SETI's countless other fishing expeditions, and one wonders what that sort of funding might have accomplished in a systematic search of patterns exhibited by that weird transmedia machinery romping through our own atmosphere. Nevertheless, one of Milner's gimmicks for engaging the public imagination was a $1 million reward to the person, group, or institution that could craft the best quote-unquote breakthrough message on behalf of all humanity, greeting extraterrestrials on the receiving end of our radio contact. Here's a submission that didn't win. To whom it may concern, when you get this message, I will be dead. My children, my grandchildren, their children, and their children's children's children will be dead too. When and if you choose to reply, I can't vouch for the character of who will be reading your response. But I can assure you that posthumously, as far as I'm concerned, this is the happiest day of my life. This dispatch emanates from a world called Earth. See attachment for coordinates. Point the best telescopes you've got in the direction of our G2V yellow dwarf star. and We're the third rock out. We're the planet with a junkyard haze of satellite debris and permanent orbit, our own little welcome mat of hurtling shrapnel. Since you've acquired and deciphered this signal, that means, by inference, you're using the kind of technology that likely went obsolete here several hundred years ago, or however long it took you to confirm our presence. I say likely because there may not be much left of us now. We've been randomly ejaculating a mishmash of our own unique noise into the universe for nearly a century, but the decision to send an intentional focused message is probably as much a eulogy as it is an act of faith. We are, from all appearances, genetically predisposed towards migration and colonization on Earth, but when we sent explorers to the moon, you should have a moon since you're just like us. We couldn't find anything to easily exploit, so we decided it wasn't worth the effort to send Earthlings back there. And that was half a century ago. Our decision to hang back and stick with the known world defied some of the most fundamental impulses of our species. But the truth is, when it comes to making collective, sustained commitments to much of anything anymore, we're about as reliable as hogs on ice, photo of hogs included in attachment. We did manage, however, to dispatch robotic probes on photo recon missions of our solar system. We even peered deep into impossibly distant galaxies, but all that did was make us feel irrelevant. So mostly we just decided to stay put and fall back on our 
and securities and our languages and our gods and our tribes and our nations and our legends and our history, which has a perversely reassuring way of repeating itself. I say, are you noticing unidentified flying objects coursing randomly through your atmosphere without authorization? So are we. But if you're like us, you're ignoring them because life is complicated enough already. However, considering how Earth is probably at least a few hundred years ahead of your technology, here's a remote but possible explanation for what's going on upstairs. They could be ours, really, because at the time we sent this message, our planet was on the front end of a calamitous environmental transition that none of us had much enthusiasm for confronting. Our sea levels are on the rise due to global warming trends created by our proliferation and negligence. The high ground is reserved for only the most privileged members of our civilization. What you may be seeing in your airspace could be their escape modules dispatched without fanfare before the flood. There shouldn't be many of them. It takes a lot of money to break the laws of physics, but their values could present a danger to critical thinking. So just ignore them and they'll probably go away. As for the unorthodox things flying around in our own skies, we not only haven't figured that out, we couldn't care less because we know for a fact they can't possibly be you. So this is the historic crossroads we've all been waiting for. If they're still alive, our distant progeny, to whom you will hopefully respond hundreds of years from now, are dying to hear back. Choose your words carefully. Be gentle. Be smarter, and once again, greetings from Earth. This is Life in Jonestown. I'm Billy Cox.